Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello and welcome to In Bravo We Trust. I'm Erin, here with Scott. We're ready to talk housewives because truly, what else happened in the world this week? I don't know, actually. I was busy you know watching what? Housewives. You know what happened? <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg had a hot take on the Holocaust. Oh, yes. Yes. That was not. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I would like to say that I have finally come around to your side of the fence where I cannot in any regard defend Meghan McCain. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome. It, it took a while. I know. <laughs> I know. But here we are. Um, <laughs> this is just quite the week for hot takes from <laughs> Meghan McCain on Daily Mail. Um, all right, Scott. I will tell you that while the trailer for Real Housewives of New Jersey looked good, I was shooketh by this <laughs> premiere episode. <laughs> Did you really think they weren't going to bring it? I thought it was going to be a slow burn, like a buildup. Salt Lake City had a slow burn, a buildup to Jen's arrest, although we are really anticipating it. And then, you know, Miami, it started off a little, like, not slow, but, you know, they didn't really dive right deep into it. Mm-hmm. OC, you know. It, 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 I think it started, it, the OC started off hot and it's just been and now it's, ever yeah, since. It is yeah. <laughs> um, but I was so shocked. And I will say that after this week's episode of Salt Lake City, where I thought we'd have reached like the pinnacle of housewives uh retorts, comments, commentary toward one another. I don't even know how to describe what Lisa Barlow did. Um, then we get the the Margaret moment at the end of New Jersey. <laughs> yes. I just didn't think we could get any better. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about, about New Jersey is I think when it's good, it's just on another level. You know what I mean? It really and, is. We uh, know how to do it here. Yeah. <laughs> Represent. <laughs> Represent. Can I just say that there was a time, a, a moment today where I thought we should rename our podcast for the second time to Smoke Mirrors and Foggy Diamonds. <laughs> I mean, no one would know what it's about, but that doesn't matter. I mean, I guess that covers it, right? It really does. It re- smoke mirrors and foggy diamonds is applicable in many instances. None more so than when Margaret and Jackie were talking about Jennifer. But we will get there, okay? Let's start with our Real Housewives of Salt Lake City because that was the that's what kicked off this great moment in house this great week in Housewives, uh, the Cinco de Mayo dinner from hell. Where do we even begin? Can I just make one statement, Scott? And I yes. feel like I've said this for the past three weeks. At this point, what the hell are these people arguing about? It just seems so <laughs> nonsensical. And it's the same regurgitated argument every week. 
everybody wants them to support the other one. That's what they're arguing about. Support me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Back it's, me up. That's it's what, really that's what they want. I don't I don't understand how it merits the crazy spinning out of control that happens, but that's right. what they're arguing about. It's like a level three or four argument that somehow reaches level 10 every time yeah every by time by a surprising person each time <laughs> it's not even level 10 it's like level like 300 like they're like ready to come to blows over like not feeling supported by each other <laughs> it's the nuclear option oh my god I, it's i honestly i so for those of you who are new to our podcast Scott creates a rundown of what we're going to talk about every week. And I'm looking at his rundown like I, on one hand, don't want to discuss any of these things <laughs> because I really don't care. That's where we are right now. Like, I think this has been a great second season of Salt Lake City, but I can't with the same argument. They're they're really following in the, the footsteps of the Beverly Hills ladies where they're just dragging out the same thing over and over again. I mean, I slightly disagree in that. Okay. In that, like, the last. Okay, so last season, notwithstanding, which was an amazing season, and thank you, Garcelle and Sutton, for reinvigorating Beverly Hills. True. But, um, you know, before that season, uh, Beverly Hills would argue over the same things, and it would be like, it wouldn't even be fun to watch because they mm. have more of an awareness of a of the camera than any other franchise does mm -hmm. i think and they don't want to they're not gonna go where <laughs> jen shaw is willing to go on True. camera like like jen shaw ready to like push lisa barlow and like mm -hmm. start a fight in the middle of like a you know like really tiny party bus like you know <laughs> that's not gonna happen on beverly hills it's just not um so so in that sense it's kind of like i kind of can't stop watching like what is happening like and i will say also lisa barlow's like level of delusion is luann levels and i find that endlessly watchable like you know like i think she's she is insane like like her comments about herself and how like, mm -hmm. like was it was it this episode where yes it was this episode where heather said I feel bad for you, Lisa. And Lisa said, I feel bad for me too. Like, come on. That is Luann looking at a photo of her, uh, at a poster of herself and admiring it in Miami. Like I, you know, like that, that's the kind of like level of delusion that I have to respect. I've like, but here's I've, where I, so wait, I just wanted to, before I forget, you said that the women in Beverly Hills are so hyper aware of the cameras, right? Yeah. I think the same is true for Salt Lake City. The difference is, is that Beverly Hills housewives are trying not to make a reality show. Like they're trying to keep things off camera. Whereas I feel like the Salt Lake City housewives, particularly um, Whitney and Heather and Lisa are trying to make, and Jen are trying to make a reality show. <laughs> You know what I mean? And it's, yeah, it's now I it's become that. too obvious. It's I too much. I will say that. I will say that Whitney is, I mean, Whitney, I find 
not particularly of interest, I guess, especially mm-hmm. when she is trying to like stir the pot. Like, I don't think she's good at it. I mean, I think right. the things that I really enjoyed about Whitney are gone this season. Cause I think last season, what made her interesting was her, the dynamic that she had with her dad. Um, and I, I don't, I don't, I think even last season when Whitney tried to stir the pot, it was so embarrassing. It was like, I mm-hmm. have secondhand embarrassment for you trying to be a reality star, I guess. Um, <laughs> so I don't really, I guess I'm taking Whitney out of it. I, I okay. enjoy Lisa. I enjoy, I don't like Heather stirring the pot, but I enjoy Heather as a, as, as an audience surrogate and a spectator, mm-hmm. um, which, which she does well. And I do think that her, come back at mary this week was pretty hilarious you mean um, fuck you mary cosby who's your husband it's your step granddaddy yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i i think that is a classic line and we'll go down in housewives history i didn't understand again like level 10 for what what they were talking about I was well like, oh, now all of a sudden you're gonna call her a granddaddy no. fucker like what are we talking about mary mary said something rude to her mary said mary, mary was like says rude stuff all the time She's but a she was like she was like she said something like who's you know they were talking about who paid for the trip and mary said mm-hmm. who's your husband he he obviously didn't pay for the trip i mean that's like an asshole thing to say so she she I, got she got I a response know. she got I a response guess. she deserved <laughs> i thought it was like a a mediocre taunt at best the really? oh you don't have it yeah no 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 no, I, not heather's no 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 not heather what mary said to heather i thought was mediocre like pointing out the fact she doesn't have a husband oh okay great everybody knows heather I, even brings that up herself i don't know i thought that was a little bit like like i just feel like mary doesn't mary doesn't have the right to like like insult her like that i guess you know like like so i could see like why heather like was like like triggered by that i guess i don't know because they're not like I don't know. I just feel like Mary's not friends with any of these women. No. So, so I guess. Which I is a point that she made yeah. um, in this episode. Yeah. She was like, we're not friends. Like no one yeah. is friends. I was like, yeah. Oh. Mary said one sane thing this entire season. And that may have been it. <laughs> I have to say, I, I'm kind of, um, I kind of enjoyed Mary this episode. She was Did so you? rude. Yeah. I found her to be like so rude, but like funny, you know, like mm-hmm. I kind of, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of enjoyed like her taunting Lisa about Taco Bell and uh, what else did she? Oh, and when they, Whitney like asked her if she liked Jenny. <laughs> she, she said no. Like, no. <laughs> it just, I didn't like it. It just, <sighs> because it comes from a true place, I guess. Yeah. You know, and so it just, it seems very mean spirited. Yeah. Well, Mary and is so mean. she is mean. She's just a mean person. She's she not is. nice. She's not a nice person. Um, so I I don't know. I can't I cannot find amusement in Mary. The entire dinner scene was it just really was triggering for me. I could I was over it. I was really half paying attention. Um I uh, I don't know. Oh, how about Meredith questioning whether or not she should go to the dinner because if Jen paid for it, you know, Jen told the the government that she didn't have any assets. Oh, yeah, and that was I thought that was really weird that they included that 
because it's it's kind of like a, a fourth wall thing because it's like very clear that that Jen didn't pay for this. The right. husbands didn't pay for this. Like this was probably Correct. paid for by Bravo. So right. it, I just thought it was like a little bit of like. I don't understand why that was like added in there. I I think it was added in there to show how ridiculous Meredith can be. (laughs) Like Meredith, we all know none of you guys paid for this. You didn't pay for anything happening here. But let's say like a producer set up that scene in terms of like, oh, Meredith feels this way. Well, you should go talk to Whitney about it or something like, 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 like why? Like what, what's the point of even... Like I don't think a producer set it up. I think oh, you this think is Meredith just, just went straight yes. for it? I think this is a thought Meredith had in her head. Mm. One that doesn't make any sense. Meredith's, I'm sorry. I'm going to say this again. Meredith's problems with Jen are unwarranted at this point. Because, and, and this is my, I think this is, goes to the root of the problem I have with Salt Lake City. And it goes to something Meredith said on Watch What Happens Live. I always feel like there is something that has happened behind the scenes that we do not know about. Like mm. we're missing part of the story. Because mm. if we're just taking it from what we've seen on camera, Meredith and Jen were not getting along at the beginning of the season because of what Jen um, retweeted, liked, whatever about Brooks on social media, right? Mm-hmm. Then Meredith expressed that to Jen. Jen was remorseful and apologetic even apologize to Brooks in person with Meredith there. As far as I'm concerned, the issue was dead. They were over it, moved on, squashed it, move on with the rest of the season. But for some reason, like Meredith is still holding on to the fact of, you know, Jen did this to my family. And I'm like, unless there's something else that she did that I do not know about, I'm very confused about why you're still fighting. So every time she says something negative about Jen, I'm like, what part of this story are we missing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Meredith said something to that effect on Watch What Happens Live because Andy asked her about the fight between Lisa and Jen on the party bus. And Meredith said, I'm t- I was confused like about what they were fighting about. She said, I, I feel like there was something else that wasn't being said. And that's why they were fighting. And that's how I felt about that party bus scene. Remember, mm-hmm. I came back here and I was like, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm still not sure what they were talking yeah. about. <laughs> and I think to me, that's my, that's why I can't get into these continued fights on Salt Lake City because I think there, there's a part of the story we're missing. Maybe it's Harry Dubin. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Dubin really has, uh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> Harry Duvian and, and Slade Smiley. My God, but they have done oh some housewives. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> um, Andy did ask Meredith about. She, did she say? Did he say Harry Dubin? I think he may have said. He Harry did ask Dubin. about Harry Dubin, and she. Said and her that, response was a little. She said that she knows him. Yeah, she said that she knows him. And she said something about never, I don't. They've well, never been together or something like that. Yeah. She said something about, I don't know what Jen has done in her marriage. I know that Seth and I have dated other people and we haven't, no, Seth and I haven't dated anyone else in two years. That's what she said. Mm. That was her response, which I thought was like a non-response, but also Scott, when you're married, do you date other people? Are you dating the person you're married? What is I didn't understand. When you say we haven't dated anyone else in two years, like, are you dating one another? I think that they meant that they've been separated at times. And during those times, they were dating other people. I think they're separated right now. 
I don't believe think- really. I don't think this marriage is real. He doesn't even live there. But they've never been better, she said. She's a liar. She's a liar. Um, okay, let's <laughs> let's talk about what led up to Lisa's hot mic moment. You have to explain it to the audience because again, I tuned out this dinner. <laughs> so uh Whitney was confronting Mary about why Mary is not a nice person and saying like, oh, you're a, um, you know, you're, you say that you're a woman of God, but you're so mean to us. And then she kind of turned to Meredith and asked Meredith, um, like, Meredith, you always lead with kindness. How can you, you know, kind of tolerate how mean Mary is to us? If you're such good friends with Mary, like, how can you kind of tolerate that? And Meredith kind of answers, like, you know, like, every dynamic is different, and I have a different relationship with Mary than you have with Mary, or something like that. Anyway, mm-hmm. it came off as if Meredith was defending Mary. Right. And so Lisa gets up, and she walks off. And I don't know that it's very – I don't think it was – it wasn't – I had to watch it two times. It wasn't clear to me, like, why – she she was walking off or that she mm-hmm. was specifically angry at Meredith, at least okay. in my first, um, at least in my like first watch of it. And then in the second watch, did you realize something? Because that was my first watch as well. I didn't understand what, what well, caused the, then I saw when Lisa was walking away, like up the path, she says, mm-hmm. she seemed to like mention something about Meredith and being upset. And then they go into interview and she says, says something about Meredith not Meredith not having her back. Okay. Um, I think she says that in the interview bite. And then they go back to the, the dinner scene and that's where Whitney asks Meredith about the, memor- the memorial and if she was actually at the memorial the morning that Jen was arrested. And um... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Then they go to Lisa, who's in her room, uh, supposedly alone and just ranting to herself. No, there's a producer in there. They, well, I don't, but I think that they kind of they, the way they edited it, they made it look like she was talking to herself. Well, the reason why I know there's a producer is because someone on Twitter, of course, took a screenshot and like if it's it was quick, but you can see that there's another person in the room. Yeah, yeah. But okay. I so see she what definitely, you're saying. Yeah, she I I think that there definitely was a producer because it otherwise it's just like a crazy monologue crazy. rant. <laughs> like <Yes>. I <laughs> Um, and, I, and I've I been think, known to talk to myself before, but not <laughs> to that extent, I guess. <laughs> Wait, can I just, can I, can I read the? Yes, do the it. Rant? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to do it in monotone. I'm not going to do Lisa levels because no one wants to hear that again, but here we go. <laughs> Meredith can go fuck herself. I'm done with her because I'm not a fucking whore and I don't cheat on my husband. Her and her dumb fucking family that poses. Why don't you own a house? Wait. You can't because your husband changes jobs every five minutes. 
Fake Meredith is a piece of shit. I have your back. I'm offended by that. Fuck you. That fucking piece of shit garbage whore. I fucking hate her. She's a whore. She's fucked half of New York. She can go fuck herself. Here you can have your mic back. And then she throws it at the cameraman slash producer. (laughs) Okay. First of all, now I'm going to have to put an explicit warning label on this episode (laughs) for all the fucks that have been said. But holy cow. But it's what? so much oh, like when we saw gosh. the pre- when we saw the preview last week and it was uh i think it was like i i she's a whore she's fucked half of new york Correct. i think that's all they showed that's or i fucking showed. or i fucking hate her she's a whore she's fucked half of new york or something mm-hmm. the rest of that is like taken all together like oh man it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot and um again on watch what happens live if you did not watch the watch what happens live after this episode you really should um Andy revealed that Meredith saw this episode the day before the reunion. Yeah, so I've never been more excited for a reunion in my <laughs> life. So, so, wow. Wow. Okay, now I will say again that Meredith, in her response to this rant, in my opinion, did not – like nothing in this rant was a lie. As far as I'm concerned. So from memory, and I know that you watched it as well. As far as the, as far as the part about her cheating on her husband or whore, I don't think she addressed that directly. But as she said, in, in regards to the question with Jen, her and her husband have dated other people. So that doesn't make her a whore. I don't know if it, that counts as cheating or not. Maybe she did cheat at one point, but who knows? Possibly. I love how you said that doesn't make her a whore. <laughs> like, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, Let's... just like the like the scientific like <laughs> this is the whore. this is the whore level, and she did not reach it. <laughs> so I'm gonna. No, go, it definitely does not make her a whore. right. So on that one, I'm gonna go. That's mostly it's it's like a it's a kind of a true. It's true in some ways, right? Um. Okay. Her dumb fucking family that poses. I'm going to go. That's 100% true. Because remember the whole first season? true to Meredith. Well, yes. But of course, Meredith says it's not true. But I'm going to say it's true because if we think back to season one, the the entire dynamic between Seth and Meredith and like whether or not they were going to get a divorce and him living wherever he lived and like Brooks decided to come home from college to be with his mother and not – you know, sell his clothing oh. line. I think the all of that is a pose. I think it's all posing. So it's a fake storyline. That's it's what a, she's talking about. Got correct. it. Correct. Then, okay, so then the next part is, why don't you own a house? Wait, you can't. Now, Meredith's response to that on Watch What Happens Live is that they rent, which is more expensive than buying a house. That's not a fucking answer. <laughs> so I'm going to say, also true. Check. Ding. Where's the ding? True. Um, cause your husband changes jobs every five minutes. Okay. So Meredith's response to that is that Seth is a turnaround person. So I guess that means like if your company needs to be revived or something, Seth yeah. comes in and like does that. Yeah. He's like a interim. I, it's almost like he's like an interim CEO or something like that. Like a right. consultant that comes in to kind of help. Right. Yeah. So okay. that's by nature his job. Yeah. I'm going to say not true. I'm going to say that's like an exaggeration of the reality. If that is true, and it, I mean, I, I mean, if it is true, I just feel like they've misrepresented what his job is on the show. Then, because mm. I feel like I feel like they're constant. She's like constantly complaining about like, oh, he moved to, Ak- he wants to be in Akron now. Oh, right. he wants to be in like 
Mississippi or Louisiana or wherever, you know, like right. they're acting like that isn't something that they know is a part of their, their daily life. And would that mean that they are posing? <laughs> I rest my case on that one. Um, And then, <laughs> oh my gosh. And then Lisa says she's a whore. I'm trying to get my New York accent. She's a whore. She fucked half of New York. Well, again, I don't think that makes you a whore. Um, but she may have fucked half of New York. Also, when was Meredith in New York? That was my other question. I was like, this seems like a lot of work to like sleep with half of a island. So when was Meredith based in New York? She obviously has some kind of connection to New York, I guess, right? I, like that yes. wasn't the wasn't the um the what the rumor that Jen brought up last season had some kind of like New, New York. York connotation. Right. So I don't know. I'm a little confused about that. So I can't say whether or not that is true. Um, but that being said, I, I'd say this rant was pretty spot on. This sounds like the kind of rant from a person who you were really good friends with. Meredith tried to spin it on Watch What Happens Live. Like this rant demonstrated how um, weak their friendship was. And I was like, oh, I don't know. It sounds like she knows a lot about your business. Mm, I think... I mean, I think it shows how much Lisa can't stand Meredith and has been playing, you know, playing that down on camera, or at least mm-hmm. was for like the first season and a half. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I need, well, we should be near the finale. I think we may have only a couple episodes left. Um, I kind of need the season to be done. It's a very long season. It feels very long. I wonder if they extended it because of everything that happened with Jen. They wanted that to play out a little longer. Maybe. I feel like this was episode like 16 or 17. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how we got, how we made it this far, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but still, for a second season, Housewives, bravo to the ladies of Salt Lake City. Well, everyone except Jenny. Well, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, okay, can we switch gears? I don't want to go to, I don't want to talk about New Jersey yet. We're going to save the best for last, in my opinion. Okay. Let's just get to Real Housewives of OC. Hey guys, let me tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. It's what Scott and I use to record in Bravo We Trust. So download the Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, a thought I've had for a few weeks at this point. I think you know where I stand. Noella can kick rocks. She can be a one-and-done housewife. I was disgusted by literally everything she said and did in this episode. I don't want to watch her on my television screen. That's it. And, you know, that really... I mean, that's a good thing. That highlights the the difference between you and I and... (laughs) What we want out of our housewives, because to me, Mm -hmm. my feeling is 
Dr. Jen can go. I never want to see her on my screen. Okay, no, I can agree with that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I also I, agree with that. I, 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 I'm feeling. I mean, obviously, Noelle is giving strong Bronwyn vibes. Not loving everything she's done, but at least she's mixing it up to me. Um, I can't take another another episode of Dr. Jen, Dr. Teddy, Mellencamp, Jen Armstrong. Um, <laughs> she, her, her very boring asides and drama with her husband that I just don't care about. Can I tell you how the moment there's one precise moment where I was like, eh, I don't need to see Jen again either. <laughs> what was it? It's when she is in one of her confessionals and she says her husband's name, which I refuse to repeat. I'm going to call him Ryan. Um, when she says, when she pronounces it the way that he now spells it, I, I give up. I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I, I don't, I can't do it. And I watched that episode twice. And each time that happened, I was like, mm, nope. She has, she seems so similar. I don't know what it is, but like when I look at her, I see Teddy Mellencamp. I hear Teddy Mellencamp. Mm-hmm. And Teddy Mellencamp is really one of my all time least favorite housewives. And just the idea, I just is, it's triggering for me. I got to be honest. So maybe that's why I, I'm more about having her leave the show than I am about Noella, who at least to me, you know, is mixing it up with, with Heather and, uh, you know, I, but the different, I mean, and again, I, they can both go in my opinion. I, <laughs> I actually, I actually am not, I, this is where, again, we're different. I didn't mind Teddy. I kind of liked her. I thought she was fine. She didn't bring a lot to the table, but her husband was attractive. And, like, occasionally she said funny things. And I thought she was just, like, the kid sister around. I kind of liked her. But that's not – I think Jen is worse than that. Jen is, like, milk toast. She's so dry. But Noella – my problem with Noella and her mixing it up is that she's literally – grasping at I don't even want to say straws because there is literally nothing there. It's air. She's grasping at air. <laughs> when 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 they're at the dinner table and Gina and um um what the hell is her name? Emily. Emily, thank you. Are three sheets <laughs> what is, is it three sheets to the wind? Is that how that phrase goes? And they are wasted. And Gina and 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 um Heather gets up and walks over to Gina and asks her if she's okay, like a normal person would, and like you know touches her face. That to me was one of the. I don't. I was like, why are we seeing this? This is so weird. Okay. <laughs> and then and then Noella from across the table is like, did she just touch her face? What did she touch her face for? And then Emily and Gina are like, she was just checking to see if she was okay. Like. Heather wasn't making any commentary towards Noella in any way. She was just checking on Emily, who was again wasted. And Noella tried to make something Gina, out of right? I mean, sorry, Gina. And Noella tried to make something out of absolutely nothing. And I was just like, if this is how this episode's gonna go. Yeah, she wants she wants to cause the drama. She for wants sure. to cause the drama. She wants to be the source of drama. She's out to out to I mean that I mean to me. I see that kind of for sure. And then I think she did something similar uh, with, oh my gosh, 
poor Shannon this episode. Shannon has lost her way. She doesn't know where she fits in in this group. <laughs> she's not sure why she's there. She's like, where's Tamara? Remember when I used to be part of the Trace Amigos? What am I doing? She's so lost, that woman. I, I kind of felt bad for her. She is really bored with this season. And you can tell. She's just like not into it. Mm-mm. She not really like... Like, I, she just doesn't seem to have, like, any, like, real genuine connection with anyone on the show. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, I don't know. Like, I don't know. She's, as I said, she's a she's always, last couple of seasons especially, really been a wet blanket to me. So, um, I don't know. Well, when, when she, okay, so Noella, Emily, and Gina squashed their beef at the beach where we also found out that Emily has had a, had a woman- please her lady parts, which I didn't need to know. I mean, I don't need to know about any of these women's sex lives, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's why I watch and just like that instead. But um, I do think that <laughs> we have had like three seasons of, of not really feeling Emily and like, mm-hmm. just, you know, like I've never, I mean, she's fine, but she's never really driven storyline or like been like overwhelmingly interesting. And I think like, this season like emily has just come out of the gate like just i i enjoy watching her i mean i'm not Mm -hmm. loving this season but i enjoy her like kind of like being a little bit of a troublemaker and like also just being a little bit more fun you know like so i i did like the little that little uh but the then she was embarrassed about it. <laughs> didn't want to talk about it. And I was like, okay, well, then we didn't need to know. But when they squashed the beef and then that night at dinner, Shannon tried to bring it up at the table. How awkward. That was one of the most uncomfortable housewives trying to produce a scene moments mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Yeah. J- Shannon's not good at that. No. You know. She wasn't and, good at it at all. Uh, awkward. Okay, let's get to the real meat of this episode and why I I need Noella off my screen. So at the table, I can't remember who brings it up. Oh, and maybe Noella brought it up because she found out from Gina and Emily that she wasn't really invited on the trip, to which Heather replies, that's not true. Um, You know, I was just concerned because you gave my daughter, my my teenager, pornography. (laughs) Okay. Scott, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you several questions. First okay. one is, do you think Noella gave Heather's daughter pornogra- pornography? So what she gave her was like a card. It was like a it was like, like a, a card, card game. game, like a queer a LGBT, card. Yeah, yes. like a mm-hmm. queer card game like I don't was it like supposed to be like is it supposed to be like like, I don't know. What am I blinking on? What's that? What's that card? Is it that, Cards Against Humanity? Cards Against Humanity, but like a like a queer version, something um, like that. And uh, so, but the so the the cards have like dirty kind of like answers. I guess. Very sexually graphic. Yes, like very answers. sexually graphic answers. Yes, it was very inappropriate for how old is Noella? Like seven. Oh, 30, Noella? 34, yeah. 33? 35, yeah, like in her, someone in her 30s to give a 17-year-old um, probably that kind of content, I think. Mm-hmm. Like maybe mm-hmm. she should have looked more into uh, mm-hmm. looked more into what she was giving. Like for sure, it's like inappropriate to give to a 17-year-old girl. 
Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely shouldn't have happened. However, I don't know that <laughs> we want to call Let's it. Let's get I, <laughs> I pornography. Agree. <laughs> I would agree that the use of the word pornography is incorrect. It it is not pornography. <laughs> However, I completely agree with you that it was inappropriate to give to Heather's daughter, 17-year-old daughter. Now, here's where Noella has lost me permanently. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. She is arguing to the high heavens that what she gave was not inappropriate. And Heather is trying to explain to her that, yes, it was. And Noella is saying that, um, you know, Heather's uh, straight white fragility, point number one where Noella lost me, um, like she's not going to subscribe to her straight white fragility and she can't tell her a biracial queer woman what to do or something like that. What the fuck are you talking about? Okay. I am all about people being woke, but this is like, that was some of the worst wokeness I've seen on housewives. Well, well, it wasn't even wokeness. It was like, it was like, she wasn't even listening. So she was just like throwing. She wasn't even listening. Yeah. She wasn't even listening to Heather's (laughs) argument or like what Heather was trying to say. So she was just throwing like words out, you know, like it wasn't Mm -hmm. like, there was no like meaning or intention behind what she was saying. So that's where, that's where it was like. Ridiculous. And the, the part of the argument that I love the most is where Heather is like, maybe she, like, do you not even know what was written? And I'm like, thank you. I am so glad that Heather took the screenshot. So then Heather reads one of the cards and Noella's face drops because she realizes that, yes, this is highly inappropriate for a 17 year old to receive. Maybe I should have looked at this before I gave it to her. And even with that realization written on her face, the words that came out of her mouth were not, I'm sorry, I apologize. I should not have given that to your 17 year old. It wasn't any of that. She still refused to acknowledge that she was wrong. And I was like, (laughs) what? And it wasn't like a Teresa level of being wrong because Teresa doesn't recognize that she is wrong, right? Like, even if she does, she doesn't let you know that she recognizes that she is wrong. She sticks to she sticks to whatever (laughs) path she's decided to take. Noella clearly, visibly, was like a little shook that this is what the card said, but yet still could not admit that she was wrong. I was just like, what are you doing? I mean, I think the issue with Noella is, 
is that she has she decided this season that she was going to come for Heather. That was how that was going to be her storyline on the show in a lot of and her like crazy divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she's kind of stuck to it and can't she can't course correct in any capacity. No, um, and so that you know that so it's very clear to us that she's playing a role and that it's you know for show in a lot of ways. I don't like it. I don't like it on my show. It is very Bronwyn-esque. Very. Well, they were friends. Um, Also, I read somewhere. No longer friends. I read somewhere that Nicole disappeared because she wouldn't get vaccinated. Yes. I read that as well, but I'm not sure if that is true. Same. Um, Final thoughts on this episode. Now, I just, I wasn't defending Heather, but I was definitely anti-Noella. Where I am totally going after Heather is I do not need you to show me your $15 million house plans in Mexico. (laughs) I don't fucking care. It's not the opulence that I need from OC. Now, if we were on Beverly Hills, I might be a little more into it. (laughs) Why is not OC? (laughs) Because... Because that's they're not holding diamonds in the OC. You know I draw I mean? the line. I draw the line. They're just supposed to be like upper middle class. They're not supposed to be like uber wealthy. And they're not famous. And I just don't like it. And I just think it's like there's an air about it that's just a little gross. And the fact that you bring people with you to see like the plot of land versus this 25,000 square foot second home. Or what? Why were they even? Why were they looking at that for inspiration? Yeah, to see whether or not it would make sense to buy versus Mm. build. Mm. And the build is what was going to cost fifteen point five million. And for those of you who are wondering, who haven't read "Not All Diamonds and Rose," is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like I keep always forget. People are always asking, how is Terry so rich? Like, how do they have that much money? Yes, he's a doctor, but like, there there aren't a ton of doctors buying $15.5 million houses, in case you're confused. Terry himself is rich. He inherited money. So they do have a lot of money. It's not all from him being a doctor. I I find a lot of people are confused about that. Mm. Um, so that's just to clear that up, but I just, the opulence in the, in this entire thing is just, it's too much to, it's too much for me. What did you think? I mean, I don't, I don't really care about that either. (laughs) I I mean, for me, like, I think, I think what I'm kind of missing is first of all, like, besides Gina and Emily, who clearly have a connection, like, and I think Gina and um, Gina and Heather are kind of building something like I just, I don't feel like any, I don't feel I still don't feel like a lot of chemistry Mm -hmm. uh, between this cast and I think too like a big thing is like I'm you know I like Heather being back on the show in a certain way I think she brings something Mm -hmm. um but I I don't think I really honestly just don't think OC works without Tamara like I just Mm. I'm at the point where like you know I gave the kind of reboot like a a lot of time but like I just, I feel like Tamara is like the quintessential like shitster and the mm-hmm. quintessential person who like moves the story along. And I think without mm-hmm. her, it just, it, you know, it, I don't know it if we suffers. need 
Tamara per se, but I do think we need someone Tamara-esque and we don't mm. have that person. And, and I feel like Emily and Gina want to be that person, but they can't stop drinking long enough to actually be. Yeah. I mean, I think that they're doing like it in, I think they are doing like a better job than they have in the past. And I enjoy and I I do have like a sort of like emotional connection to the two of them in a way that maybe well I always like Gina but like me too uh, but I I I do like enjoy watching them but like I don't know nobody does it like Tamra and like mm. I think like in some ways like you want to see when you're watching these franchises you want to see like the people that you um, have been watching for many years um, so I mean I think. You know, as much as you can't stand uh, Teresa and and Nini, like I feel like they they drive those shows in a lot of ways. Um, not the Nini of the yeah, last, I was gonna like, say Atlanta five six, five, six is, seasons before she was fired, but like you know, Atlanta like, I, is you know, perfectly fine without Nini. <laughs> classic Nini was like like peak for that show. So um, I don't know. I'm just missing Tamara, and I don't want extended scenes of their like fun like adventures that no aren't, like i don't need to see them in a sweat lodge like i don't care like i don't want to see it i don't want to see jen and whitney like like on a dune buggy or whatever like i don't mm-hmm. care like you know like if you need to like create that for a moment like do it but like too extended like i don't need like more than like 30 seconds of that right 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 um all right. Well, you know, we'll see where the rest of this season goes. If it's as long as Salt Lake City, I don't know if I'm going to make it. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it is because we've already seen okay. the mid-season trailer. So. Oh, that is true. That is true. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about New Jersey. Scott, you know how much I love to rewatch. But the one thing I don't do is take notes. But when I tell you that I took notes on this New Jersey premiere, I had thoughts that I wanted to share every five seconds. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I just thought it was so good. Yes. Yeah. It really gave me the housewife's vibe that I needed. Now, it did start off a little like the first act I probably could have lived without um, until we got to the Margaret and, and Jackie conversation. But um, I thought it was really solid. I'll tell you what I don't need. Okay. I don't need Dolores's house drama with Frank Sr. Mm-hmm. So you didn't enjoy the um, the scene of uh, Frankie Junior coming in to visit because I I enjoyed. Did you enjoy? (laughs) I just think he's like he's like one of my favorite house like kids, like housewife children. Yeah, like I just like he's just like a really like sweet guy and like really good to his mom and i just like enjoy their dynamic i guess but i also like i'm like a hardcore dolores stan so i can like watch her like you know do whatever and like you know use her like 90s catchphrases you know but like this house thing can't be her storyline and this this pretending that her and david are still together i was like oh i thought this was the episode where we we were going to find out they're no longer together no, she's still pretending like they're together. Like he well, built a house for you guys to live in and now you live in a different house? Well, Teresa said on Watch What Happens Live that she met him via met her new man via FaceTime in Nashville. So right. I think by the season's end, we will see we that. Will. And it also looks like her personal storyline, at least from the trailer, is gonna be about her mom. Also, not really sure I care. <sighs> 
I know. I know. I'm heartless. I'm heartless. I don't know. I love Dolores. Okay. I know you do. I like Dolores too. I think she looks great and I think her kids are great. I love that she has a happy home life. I need a real storyline. Um, so, so let's talk about Smoke Mirrors and Foggy Diamonds. All right. We get this scene at Margaret's house. By the way, Margaret's house may be one of the most poorly decorated housewives' houses. I know I one time before I made it. <laughs> I may have said I liked it one time before. Let's <laughs> pretend I I don't know. I was smoking something. I must have been drunk. I was taking shots with Emily and Gina. I don't know. It was not <laughs> a good take. Her house may be worse than um Giselle's. I'm calling it right now. I think it is worse than Giselle's. It's really bad. I mean, just Gis- Giselle's house, like from the outside, is like yeah, that's like true. what is going on. Worse. Yeah, yes. I think on the inside, it's still Giselle like, but it's not. I don't know. Like, I think sometimes I watch that and I'm like, she's. She, I keep wanting to be like, okay, well, she's still, she's still doing the renovation, right? Like, she's still doing the <laughs> renovation. So maybe that piece of wallpaper is just there because no. they're no. testing it. I don't. It's there because she chose it, and you know what? <laughs> Everything in Margaret's house is very expensive. It's all designer, but it's just the wrong patterns and prints and textures and everything i'm so sorry margaret i really want i love her style of house but the design of the interior like it's not working for me Uh, listen you know i don't ever notice i don't ever notice clothes i don't ever notice that it's like when it's so bad that you can't like you can't look away (laughs) notice so anyway we get the scene at margaret's house where jackie comes over and i wrote one of my notes is is jackie the whitney of new jersey this season because the way she brought up this louis video was like (laughs) someone was in her ear saying okay now say it right now go did you did you what do you think about this louis video i'm like what how unnatural was this am i wrong yeah it's very in character for jackie though to uh stir the pot where Teresa is concerned for sure so let's talk about this louis video the video that we did not see on the show that was described to us that I'm still not sure I fully understand. Did you find this video online, Scott? What I kind of sweet thing did I did find it. I did and? find it online. And it's it's basically what they describe. It's like him like him being like, I'm gonna be a good person to you and like he it's like so he's like it's like him in in water and like Mm -hmm. maybe they're maybe they're naked but it's really shot from like the waist up and it's like a bunch of like buff guys surrounding him Mm -hmm. and it's like i guess it's like a man camp or something like that and they are you know and he is telling the camera that he's gonna be really great to this person that he's with that he's gonna be better to her or like treat her well i think i don't i don't remember exactly what the context is but it's like about how he's going to be like a a good person to her and like someone is off camera like telling him what do you mean i need that to come from the heart i need that you're 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 talking with your i think you're talking with your head maybe someone says Mm -hmm. i need you i need to come from the heart he keeps keeps prompting him to like keeps yelling at him to like be more open or like whatever Mm -hmm. like so that's kind of what I mean. It is what they describe. It's so weird that it's it's hard to like picture when they're describing it. Um, so what you just described and what they described is what I understood it to be. My, I guess my problem with it is I 
feel like there's some subtext to why they have an issue with it that was not discussed on camera. It's weird as hell. <laughs> like I was like, if you watch it, it's just weird. Like it's like okay. what it's just like you will get the vibes of like this is weird. Like okay. what is happening? <laughs> yeah. It's okay. it's just like a it's like I, I I'm with you, like in watching it. Like I just was like, I don't know why they're making a big deal of this. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. It's just I weird. just feel uh, I don't know. I think that if more people like Joey Gorga or Melissa, I think one person said it, I can't remember who did. If more people made an issue of it because in the video he's apologizing for not being the best partner to whomever he was talking Mm to and that that makes them concerned for Teresa and the relationship because maybe he's not a stand-up guy. If that were like the key talking point, then I could understand why they were making a big deal of it. But I just felt like that talking point was not articulated well by I, I think it's many I people. Truly think it's hard to articulate, like until you see it. Like it's okay. It just it does give me it it was like a like a weird thing. Like I mean, okay. I don't know. Maybe maybe I need to expand my horizons. I don't know. <laughs> you need to go to a man camp retreat yeah, or something. Like maybe like be more sensitive, I guess. I don't know. Like it was just very I don't know. I thought it was weird. I thought okay. it was weird. Okay. I'll I'll have to when look I for it, it and watch yeah. it. Um, I just thought everyone bringing it up and the fact that Margaret brought it up to Teresa at the pool party and I the whole thing, this being like what they wanted to be the central storyline for this episode <laughs> was to be a meh. You know what I mean? Like of all the things. I yeah. Like, eh. It's so hard to it's clear that it's clear that they wanted to put her on the hot seat and like, mm-hmm. you know, this video came out and it's you know, I just think it's hard to characterize like why they would want to do that without actually seeing the video. And for for me, like I just was like, eh, like, are we really gonna, you know, drive, you know, have the storyline go on for like two or three or four episodes? Right. Like, I don't really care. I don't think we will. I think it's gonna be done. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I think that after this, I think that was. Uh... <laughs> Uh, a one episode storyline. Um, okay, before we get into some of the more juicy parts of this episode, the the conversation that Teresa had with her daughters about Joe Gorga talking about Joe Judice and how mm. the girls were just so upset with her uncle. I didn't like it. I don't. I I had so many issues with it. Because I get uncomfortable when children, because the only one who's not a child is Gia, Mm -hmm. when children are part of adult disagreements. Yeah. And And I think we've discussed this before. I just don't think that children need to be in grown folks' business. Mm -hmm. And I find this... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It doesn't surprise me that Teresa is treating it this way. These children have been in grown folks folks business since Gia wrote her song mm-hmm. um but this was even more uncomfortable because they're setting it up they're all there they're all talking trash about Joe Gorga and the truth is Joe Joe Judice was not good for Teresa mm-hmm. and Joe Gorga is her brother and of yeah. course he's going to speak out against this person who is not related to him by blood and of yeah. course joe judice's children are going to stick up for him because that is their father i get that i get all of it but it still was very uncomfortable to watch and it's kind of weird that they're all on some group chat right and like mm-hmm. that they just got into an argument over text about it correct but I think this to me and what also was highlighted in the scene is that Teresa is so concerned with being friends with her children. And mm. I oh, and I don't want to judge anyone else's parenting style, but I think that's just how she's always been. And there were some things that I think it was Melania was saying where I was like, why? Someone needs to shut this child down. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> my mother would never. My mother would be like, okay, now you've stepped, you've crossed the line. Like you're 12. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I just, <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't. I didn't like it. I want I think to protect Melania, those kids a little bit. Uh, yeah, I think Melania it just turned sixteen too. Is oh like oh my gosh, time is a goon, huh? Time is well. Gia's now twenty one. Yeah, so taking crazy. shots on uh, watch, what watch what happens live. Happened. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so there was that. Uh. Then Joe. <laughs> can we just talk about the fact that they're really running with this idea that Joe Gorg is a comedian? <laughs> The, the clips that they showed were not funny. And no, they, they were terrible. They were terrible. <laughs> He's the Che Diaz of Real Housewives of New Jersey. And, and just like that reference on this <laughs> podcast. Wow. <laughs> I really like to tie all of my TV uh, streams together. He is not funny. And no. the fact that the, his response to the audience member about whether or not he, like, what did he think of the Louis video was, I'm missing my brother-in-law. Also not funny. I didn't really, I was like, okay. Can we also talk about, can we just like skip ahead a little bit and talk mm-hmm. about how Dolores decided like after, after Joe Gorga made that response to um, the audience member, like mm-hmm. Dolores felt like she had to tell Teresa. To Teresa, and so at the at the um, at the pool party that Teresa hosts, Dolores goes up to Teresa and is like, "Look, your brother said like your brother said that you know the video that just came out like made him made him the video that just came out about Louis made him miss his." Uh, miss Joe Giudice as ha- as a as a brother in law or whatever, and <laughs> Teresa's response was, "Oh my God, that's so nice." I know she did. She did. Teresa, <laughs> but also, how about Teresa pretending like she didn't already know? I know it was amazing. I was like, it "Why was are like, we? What?" <laughs> like her best acting, like it was like such acting, like it was so oh hilarious. Gosh. I was like, she was like, I- "I'm not engaging in this storyline. How nice." <laughs> That's how I know this video is done after this episode. Uh, <laughs> it's like nobody wants this video. 
Um, okay, before we move on to the pool party and the Jennifer of it all, what do you think about our new housewife, Tracy Johnson? I can see why she's a friend of. Yeah. So Tracy Johnson <laughs> is married to Tiki Barber, which I did not realize before she showed up on screen and he should know before he showed up on screen. And I'd like to um, just recount how Melissa described Tiki Barber because I found this hysterical. She said, Tiki Barber, a legend in the New York Giants running back world. <laughs> I was like, the Are you running ready for back some world? sports ball? <laughs> what the fuck? It's like, that is the weirdest description I have ever heard. First of all, it's Tiki Barber. He is a, a legend in the football world, period. Just football, not New York Giants running back world. I was like, okay, that's weird. Um, but let's just quickly, I know she's a friend of, but there was a point in the conversation where Tracy uh, talks about how she and Tiki came to be. And mm -hmm. I did a little bit of additional digging because I was telling my boyfriend about this episode. I thought I could get him to engage because there was a football player. I was wrong, but I did get him to engage when we investigated this relationship. <laughs> so she says on the show that they've been married nine years. They have two kids and that he separated from his first wife when she was eight weeks pregnant, but that they did not get together until four to five months after the separation. Mm -hmm. So then this triggered a thought in my mind. I remembered that Tiki was on the Today Show. And then I remember him abruptly leaving the Today Show. And then I looked it up on the Wikipedias. And what had actually happened was, is that Tracy was an intern at the Today Show. Yes, Tiki did leave his wife. The part about the story that Tracy left out is the fact that she was the babysitter. <gasps> yes. 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 And it was around the time when this news came out that Tiki was let go from the Today Show. So she was she was an intern at the Today, at the show, Today and, show, but was also like his babysitter, babysitting in, in quotation marks, in my opinion. Gotcha. Well, if it was on Wikipedia, it's definitely true. it must be true. But no, <laughs> I, I of course I believe it. Um, you know, source things on the Wikipedia. <laughs> Um, okay, but that's all I have to say about them. And I thought that was going to be the extramarital affair storyline that I needed in this episode, but it wasn't. So let's move on to Jennifer. First, let's talk about the nose. And the chin. And I just like to, to quote Jackie when she says, her nose looks terrible. Her nose looks bad. I didn't think it looked good in the scene, I, but mm -hmm. I don't think it was ready to be on camera yet. Like, I don't think it had settled. I didn't think she looked bad in her interview, did you? No, I thought she looked great in the interview. Yeah. So I, think I think you're was, right. Yeah, I think it just was like, you know, like that one that one season that um, Vicky, like, showed up, like, three weeks oh, after. Oh, too early. Started. Yeah. Well, you would think that if you're coming, like, if you're walking around your house with the nose tape on or whatever it's called, the gauze, I have no idea. I've never had a nose <laughs> job. But if you're walking around your house like that, then maybe it's not time for prime time. <laughs> it looked really bad. I think like I guess they must have they turned around really quickly, I think. Um from the reunion to filming New Jersey. Yes. So she really didn't have time to like get that done. Also, why are you finding your um plastic surgeon on Instagram in Turkey? 
Yeah. That's a little strange. And like your husband is a plastic surgeon. Right. And even if your husband doesn't so want he, to do the surgery, doesn't he, he has, know other plastic surgeons? He has friends who would be you would be able to do it. Yeah. He can't refer you? Yeah, I don't I don't that know. That was weird. So here's the overall feeling that I got with Jennifer. I think either she or the producers are trying to set her up as the victim or some sort of redemption story arc um this season, and I'm not falling for it. I'm not. Oh, that's it. right. You really, really don't like Jennifer. I forgot no, about that. Because I think she's also <laughs> not a nice person. Um, she, she was playing the victim in this episode. She didn't understand why Margaret wouldn't invite her to the to the uh, Pride Month party. She didn't know why the women were walking past her. She doesn't know why Melissa would say such unprovoked things on the Instagram that she had to reply to. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> What? Jennifer, for the last two seasons, has been a reunion thug. She shows up guns blazing, guns blazing, and says some horrible things about people, and then leaves the reunion like nothing happened. She does make for a good reunion, though. Yes, but you can't then come (laughs) into the season and be like, I don't know why nobody likes me. Yeah. This no, is why I, we don't like you. <laughs> I found that a little bit a little bit um off too. It was really weird. And I'm so I can't buy this Jennifer as victim. And I think that I think the producers are in on it because they showed that scene where Margaret, Jennifer, and I mean sorry, Margaret, Jackie, and Melissa were sitting around talking about her nose. You know, like it seemed mm-hmm. that seemed very mean girls, very catty. Mm-hmm. The fact that they were doing that and in the scene that I thought was like 30 seconds too long. And so I'm like, oh, the producers are in on this redemption arc storyline. And I like it. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about what we re- what was revealed in the last uh, two minutes of this episode. Okay. So Jennifer and Margaret <laughs> are discussing the fact again. Oh, yeah. Let's not forget that Jennifer basically slut shamed Margaret last season. That was during the season. That wasn't even at the reunion because Margaret admitted in her book that she slept with her boss. Um, and she also admitted, you know, she slept with a bunch of people who cares. And she had an affair with Joe. We all know that. Um, and so Margaret brings this up again. There's so and- many Joes on this show. <laughs> it's Jersey. I just was like, wait a second. There's a third one. Sorry. <laughs> so um, Margaret brings up, you know, how Jennifer did all this stuff to her. That's why she doesn't like her. And, you know, she's she's not happy with herself. And Jennifer replies, I wake up feeling blessed. Um, I love how the men were just like in the background looking around. And then um, Margaret refers to mistakes that Bill has made in the past. And I'm like, what, what are we? Huh? Are we? Is this what? Because everything we know about Jennifer up until now is that she comes from a very religious, tight-knit family. And her and Bill are great, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we don't Mm -hmm. know anything other. They have all these kids. Everything's wonderful. Then Margaret says that. And then Margaret's like, I don't want to say it here. I'm not doing this here. And Teresa's like, what are you talking about? And then it's like, I don't, do you believe Margaret didn't want to say it there? No, she absolutely was going to bring it up. Right. But then Jennifer taunts back with, what do you know about me? You don't know anything about me. I'm not hiding anything. Girl, see, that's when you can't. That's, you can't do that. 
you can't do that. Because the way it was made to sound when Margaret revealed this news um, that I'm about to say, is like that everyone knew. And it was just being in, held as a as an open secret. So if you have an open secret, you can't talk people with you don't know. I'm not hiding anything. I feel mm-hmm. like that's just giving them the the, <laughs> the go ahead <laughs> <laughs> to reveal your secret. Which Margaret said, um, "We all like I'm not quoting. This is paraphrasing. We all know why Bill left his previous practice. He was having an affair with the office manager." To which Jennifer replies. <laughs> It was a pharmaceutical sales rep, you fucking idiot. <laughs> like, oh my God. What? And it was a to be continued. And this was the one time that I was like, this one works. <laughs> because I want next week's episode to pick up on the next breath. I don't need any recaps. Don't show me a previously on. <laughs> Just pick up right after Jennifer's response. Uh, so what? what is, is this something that they, I guess my question is, is mm-hmm. it something that they all knew and have all chosen yes. not to bring up on camera? Like, I believe or, so. Or is it something that Margaret did some digging and found? No, 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 no. I think that they all knew. I feel like it was an open secret. Um, Jennifer did some sort of interview with the New York Post, again, on her redemption arc, um, where she tried to make it sound like Margaret dug it up, like, don't get on Margaret's bad side. She'll find out things about you. It seemed to me that everyone already knew this. Maybe we'll find out next week. Yeah, because I, I, in the interview that she, I saw, like, I, I saw, I read some interview. I don't remember which one it was. Um, where she, she said that she, she, she like hadn't told anyone and she has no idea how Margaret found out. No, I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that at all because I, that was the same, um, article that I read. She was basically like, no one knew about this. I didn't tell my family. I didn't tell my parents. Blah, blah, blah. Well then how, how would Margaret know? Who's Margaret calling? She's, this is from 10 years ago, by the way. This is not like it just happened. News and tennis flag. It just gets around, I guess. But she lives in Paramus. <laughs> <laughs> not far from the Garden State Plaza. Um, so, and then Jennifer tries to tell in this New York Post story that her daughter discovered news about the affair on TikTok. And it's just like, all right. You hate Jennifer so much. I really do because she's so <laughs> fake, and I don't think she's a nice person. Mm. We're gonna have to do our rankings. We're gonna have to do top ten housewives, our favorite housewives, top ten, and our least favorite top ten, and we're gonna have to discuss. Yes, I think we need to do that in an episode. But I can already, I already know all your least favorites. Excuse me, you don't know nothing, okay? <laughs> Maybe I'm gonna. Be... <laughs> Oh my gosh. Jennifer. Yes. I want to put all the people I dislike because I think they're like, they're just not nice people in a house together. And I know that the, um, whatever that ultimate girls trip, uh, Dorinda edition is kind of like that, but no, I want the ones, I don't think those people are just not nice people. I just don't need to see them in a house together. These people I'm talking about, I think are just not nice people. They're not good human beings. And those are the ones I want to see in a house together. Cause I want to see how it goes. <laughs> okay. I'm just I could be done for that. Noella, Wendy and, and Jennifer. And Jennifer and um, Mary. And Mary, mm-hmm, Teresa. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I never said Teresa's not a good person. 
Mm. I just think Teresa is just <laughs> there are other issues with Teresa. I do think <laughs> Teresa is an okay person. <laughs> <laughs> I, I although she did tell Danielle to uh pull Margaret. Oh story. yeah, that's okay. true. All right. Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll see. Um and she also may have told that guy to come on camera and say that her sister-in-law was a stripper. <sighs> <laughs> All right, I may have to retract my statement. Used to being a good person, but I don't know. She's on the fence. I'm on the fence with that one. The other ones, I'm on 100 percent in. Um, all right, Scott. Any other thoughts on our housewives this week? I think we covered it all. I think we mentioned it all. <laughs> oh, is that um a reference from the that show where the guy killed all the people? What is it called? No, it's a Bethany Frankel reference. But okay. Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought it was about the Robert Durst, <laughs> the Robert Durst documentary where he goes like I, Robert I Durst, Bethany Frankel, you know, potato, potato. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh well, you know what? Oh, my 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 uh, well of references runs deep. Okay, mm, I watch a lot funny. of television. Um, all right. Well, until next week, please like and follow and subscribe and all that good stuff to our podcast. We are on all of your favorite podcast platforms and you can follow us on Twitter at in Bravo. We trust we will be back next week to talk more about our housewives and maybe we'll uh, talk about the project runway winner and uh, any other things that are happening on Bravo. Maybe we'll even throw in a little big brother where uh, Scott's favorite Teddy Mellencamp and (laughs) Cynthia are contestants this season. Oh, Cynthia. I could be into Poor Cynthia. She keeps getting these jobs where she's like stuck in a house with people that are terrible. Well, we will discuss. I think you should watch. (laughs) All right, everyone. We will talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.